It's the 2022 World Cup. It's Qatar's players. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin and today we will be looking at Qatar's squad for the 2022 World Cup. For those looking for a quick version of this, you can skip to near the end of the media cast here, uh, maybe to the last five or so minutes where we summarize the likely starters. Just prior to that, uh, probably with about 10 or 12 minutes remaining, we'll have some discussion of the squad, the main issues with the squad, how we see their overall strength, how they look going into the cup and uh, which players to look out for. So we'll put those times in the show notes. Uh, we'll also be editing this media cast into a shorter version. So those who are just looking for an overview uh, might prefer that one. For those looking for a deeper dive, you're in the right place. Uh, we go through the players and explain why we think they are candidates, uh, giving some information on their history and standing with the squad. So the way we do this is first by organizing the players into their designated position. Uh, we should note that that can be a bit artificial since players don't always play in their coded position. It's nevertheless a good, uh, a good way to organize the discussion. And then we'll go through the players and share some of the data we've collected in our files. And using that data, we'll try to predict how likely the player is to make the team based mostly on their recent participation. Uh, we categorize them into definite, likely, possible, possible but unlikely, and seems to be off the squad. Uh, we also mention any big players who have recently retired, and we try to make note of any who are currently injured. Uh, we also try to determine which players will be starters and which players we think will be substitutes. All right, so for those following on the YouTube video cast, uh, we'll run a very simple graphic where we list the names and you can actually see uh, the players' names as we mispronounce them. Uh, and it's the same broadcast for the audio or podcast. So we're going to try to repeat the names a few times to help listeners familiarize themselves so that when they step onto the field, you have a sense of uh, who they are. Uh, that's as much as we can do at this point, but the, uh, as the rosters are being published, we're going to do an update episode on, on the teams and players. So uh, for, the, for the players that will essentially be going over our prediction, uh, updating them based on any new information we have and uh, revealing which players were selected. So keep your eye out for those. It'll probably be in early to mid-November. Uh, okay, on with the show. We're going to take a look first at um, uh, takeaways from uh, previous podcasts. So we haven't done a player podcast for uh, Qatar, but we have done uh, a team podcast. So we did kind of take a look at the players. And uh, we know that Qatar is a, a very stable team. Uh, in other words, they're not bringing in a, a, a ton of players. I mean, uh, we, we did this team for the 2022 uh, CONCACAF Gold Cup. So uh, this is based mostly on information um, that we had for the 20, 2019 Asian Cup and the 20, 
Copa America, uh, we saw that they were using the same players, not a lot of turnaround there. So um, we're looking at them since that 2021 Gold Cup uh, to see uh, if that remains true. Okay, uh, next we'll take a look at their formations. So their typical formation is a 5-3-2. Uh, and I'll just cover uh, the last two tournaments here. Um, so they used a 5-3-2 in four of their five games uh, for the CONCACAF Gold Cup. Uh, in game two there, they uh, switched that up to a 3-5-2. But if you think about it, that's not a lot uh, different. It basically means the, uh, the two outside backs are moving up to become outside midfielders. Uh, their last tournament was actually the Arab Cup, and four of their five games there were also 5-3-2. Uh, and uh, also in game two there, they switched it up to a 4-4-1-1. And actually, those four, uh, those four defenders is, is what they tended to use more in the Asian Cup and in that Copa America. So uh, the 5-3-2 seems a fairly... Uh, fairly recent thing. Uh, before that, they tended to use a, a 5-3-2 just for kind of tough, uh, the tougher opponents. So in game seven of the Asian Cup, uh, they faced Japan, they used a 5-3-2. And in the Copa America, their third game was against Argentina. So they also used a 5-3-2 there. So they have switched it up and now seem to have kind of settled on that. Okay, so let's move on to talk about the squad, and we'll begin with the uh, manager, and the manager is Felix Sanchez, or Felix Sanchez Bass, and Felix Sanchez has been their manager since, uh, um, basically since their rebuilding project began. So uh, he's been with the, uh, he's been manager since 2017. And during that time, he was also manager of the under-23 team. You can kind of figure out their story uh, through his career. Uh, from 2017, he was uh, manager of the Qatar under-20 national team. And from 2015, with the under-19 national team. And before that, he was with the Aspire Academy uh, the Youth Academy in Qatar from 2008 to 13. Uh, excuse me a second. Uh, I'm going into more detail on this uh, than I usually do uh, because there's a story. I'm trying to I'm trying to um, create a narrative here. Uh, and then before he was involved with Qatar, he was with the Barcelona Youth Club in Spain from 1996 to 2006. So what you can see here is that they hired him, uh, uh, or he may have been around before they were awarded the World Cup, but uh, they've been building a team through him. Uh, well, he started with the Aspire Academy uh, Youth Club in 2008. So uh, I don't know if they, I don't think they were awarded the cup at that time. But anyway, uh, from the time they were awarded the cup, he was kind of growing uh, with the youth teams and then 
with the national team. So he's basically been with the same group of players for uh, 10, 10 or more years now. Uh, all right. Uh, he himself doesn't seem to have been a professional player, um, but um, he, he is really a big part of the story for um, Felix, uh, Felix Sanchez, really is a big part of the story for Qatar. Okay, let's move on to, uh, so we'll consider him, of course, a definite candidate. I don't think they're going to change him before the cup begins. Now, let's move on to goalkeepers. And um, we have uh, three goalkeepers. So I'll, I'll just begin by uh, introducing them by name. Sorry, we have three main candidates and then three lesser candidates. So a um, uh, player we consider definite, Saad Al-Sheeb. Uh, another definite is uh, Michelle Barsham. Michelle Barsham. And uh, the pl player we consider likely, Youssef Hassan or Youssef Hassan Ali. And then uh, possible but unlikely is Salah Zachariah. And then seems to be off the squad is uh, Mahmoud Abanada. And finally, uh, also seems to be off the squad, Mohammed Al-Bakri. Uh, now, you may wondering, wonder why I'm putting names who seem to be off the squad. And generally, we're including those names because they've been around recently enough that they may, be, uh, they may have an outside chance of making the squad. So we'll give uh, the details that kind of justify our thinking here. And we'll go back to uh, the definite candidate, Saad Al-Sheeb. So uh, I was actually unable to find the details on him that I have on other players. Or, um, I do uh, know that he played eight of their 15 games since the 2021 Gold Cup. Um, and my sense is he, he is their first choice as starting keeper. Um, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But he's been with Qatar since 2009, and he has 80 caps. A lot of these players have a lot of caps. Uh, he's 32 years old, and he plays for Al Saad in Qatar since 2008. So he's been with them for 14 years, and we're going to see a lot of players who play for that club, Al Saad. Um, he was... Uh, a part of the Asian Cup 2011 and 2015, uh, but he didn't see any actions. He was a bench player there. Uh, a goalkeeper named Kassem Burhan uh, played all games in both of those competitions. But Saad Al-Sheeb got the start in 2019, and he was also the starter in the 2019 Copa America. However, he wasn't the starter in the 21, uh, 2021 Gold Cup. Uh, the starter in the Gold Cup was the next player, Meshal Barsham, and he uh, has started five of their 15 games since that Gold Cup and was on the bench for nine others, uh, so 14 out of 15 games. We reckon he is a definite candidate. He's been with the team. He's uh, one of the few new players they have since 2020 and has 14 caps since that time. He is 23 years old, uh, 24 years old. Just to comment on that, uh, I only have the year uh, that they were born. So probably by the time the World Cup comes, they will be that age. But I may be um, 
uh, I may be off in the age I give for a year by players who were born later in the year. Anyway, he also plays, uh, Michel Barsham, plays for Al Saad in Qatar and has done so since 2017. He wasn't around. Uh, he started in 2020, as I mentioned, so wasn't around for the uh, two tournaments in 2019. But he was a starter in the Gold Cup 2021. I don't think that means he was really challenging Saad Al Sheep's position, but rather was being given uh, uh, given practice. Uh, however, I may be wrong there. So, uh, on to the next candidate, uh, Yusuf Hassan or Yusuf Hassan Ali, and he started two of their games, two of their 15 games since the 2021 Gold Cup, and he subbed in for one and was on the bench for 11. So he definitely seems like the third keeper there. He's uh, been with Qatar since 2018, but only has nine caps uh, in that time. And he is 26 years old. So he plays for Al Garafa in Qatar. And uh, like a few of the players, he was loaned to uh, Eupen in Belgium. They seem to have uh, some arrangement uh, with Eupen and also with uh, Villarreal youth club he was loaned out to their youth club uh, it seemed um that project uh, of loaning them out didn't go so well and maybe we'll come back to that uh, but he was loaned from the aspire academy so he's one of the players that came through that famous aspire academy yusuf hassan ali a likely candidate uh, we have no kind of candidates we've we've uh, designated as possible but we have Salah Zachariah who uh, we think is possible but unlikely so he had uh, he didn't start any of their 15 games since the 2021 gold cup but he was on the bench for one and uh, that's kind of his claim there he doesn't have any caps for the national team and is 23 years old and he plays for uh, Al Duhai uh, in Qatar the two players who seem to be off the squad, uh, Mahmoud Abunada. So he also has no caps for the national team and is very young at 22 years old. And uh, he um, was on the bench for the first three of their 15 games from uh, after the 2021 Gold Cup, uh, but seems to have disappeared uh, after that. So he plays for Al Arabi in Qatar. And um, yeah, possible that he might come back. Finally, Mohammed Al Bakri. Well, he uh, last appeared for the national team in October 2020, but he was uh, a bench keeper in the 2019 Asian Cup. He was on the roster, uh, but saw no action. Uh, he's not old, he's only 25 years old, but seems to have drifted out of the picture. He played from 2017 to 20 with the national team, but only got four caps. So um, uh, we'll maybe talk more about him if he reappears for the team. I actually, uh, I actually may reduce the number of details I give on those players since they're not likely to be there. Okay, so uh, we have uh, Saad Al Sheeb, um, who we consider um, definite. I'm thinking he's the starter, but. It is possible that um, uh, Michelle Barsham will start, uh, but I'm going to put him and Yusuf Hassan Ali as substitutes for this cup. And to be honest, I'd be surprised if it went any other way. 
All right, on to uh, defenders. Well, we do have a category for general or versatile defenders, uh, but there are none coded that way on this team. So we'll move on to uh, central defenders. So we saw that uh, they usually go with three at the back. And in fact, it's usually the same three players when they do. So uh, very little change up there. The first one is uh, Basam Hisham Al-Rawi. Uh, and I sometimes see him called uh, uh, Basam Hisham and sometimes Basam Al-Rawi. He was actually born in Iraq. Uh, the second definite candidate is uh, Bualam Kuki. Uh, Bulem Kuki, who we'll uh, give more details on soon. And the third one is Tarek Salman. And beyond that, we just have players who are possible but unlikely or seem to be off the squad. So the first one is Ahmed Suhai, uh, sometimes called Ahmed Suhai Alhamawendi. Uh, the second one is Jassim Gaber. Gatham Gaber, sorry, uh, Qatari people, I know I'm probably butchering these names, but I'm doing my best. Okay, and the candidate who seems to be off the squad is Almadi uh, Ali Mukhtar. Almadi Ali Mukhtar, and we'll give a few details on him, but we'll give more details on these uh, definite players. So uh, I'm going to go with Basam Al Rawi because that's what I heard. Uh, him being called in most of the most of the games that I've watched. Uh, he started 12 of their 15 games since the 2021 Gold Cup and subbed in for one other, was on the bench for one other. So there was only one game where he was not there. Um, he's been with the squad since 2017 and has 51 caps and two goals. Uh, he's only 25 years old and he plays for Al Duhai in Qatar. As I mentioned, he was born in Iraq and um, he was a starter in the, uh, in the 2019 Asian Cup, uh, but he was suspended for game six in that cup. And um, he got uh, two yellow cards, so had to serve a, a suspension. Uh, Copa America 2019, he started and finished uh, all games. So, uh, and uh, in the um gold cup uh, 2021 he started and finished all five games except game two where he was subbed in uh, so a definite starter uh in the back there and uh next is uh Bulam kuki now Bulam kuki uh when he play when they play a three-man or five-man back line he is in the center of the defense and uh hisham uh batam al rawi and the and uh, uh, Tarek Salman uh, play on the corner of the box. Uh, but when they play a two-man defense, it's Hisham and Salman, and Kuki moves up to the midfield, usually a defensive midfield role, but I have seen him play an attacking midfield uh, role um, from time to time. And uh, the fact that he has 21 goals in 99 games uh, suggests that he's no stranger to the attack, uh, maybe coming up for corners and getting goals that way, but sometimes positioned as a more attacking player. 
Uh, Bualem Kuki has been with the team since 2013, and I said has 99 caps and 21 goals, and is 32 years old. He plays for Al Saad in Qatar, was actually born in Algeria. Uh, he subbed into the 2015 Asian Cup and then gained a starting position there and has basically been a, a starter ever since for the 2019 Cup, uh, although he was injured in Game 7 uh, during that Cup. And, um, uh, yeah, he had a good tournament in 2019. Um he had a tournament high of 46 clearances, they say, and he scored two of their goals, one against North Korea and the other against UAE. Uh, he was a starter in the 2019 uh, African, uh, sorry, uh, Copa America and in the 2021 Gold Cup. So a very good defensive player is uh, Bualam Kuki and... Um, uh, we'll probably see him in defence since they seem to be favouring a three-man central defence now. The third player is Tarek Salman, and he started 10 of their 15 games since the 2021 Gold Cup and subbed in for two others and was on the bench for three others. So never missing. Uh, that's why we consider him a definite candidate. He's been with the team since 2017 and has 54 caps and is 25 years old. And he plays for Al Saad in um in uh qatar uh, okay so he was a starter in the 2019 asian cup and the copa america and um uh in the 2021 gold cup he he was just a sub actually i i can't remember if he was injured or uh, they sometimes do this where they give kind of backup players their chance and it does seem that they used Gold Cup uh, a little bit for that. Uh, that's why I think they started the, the, the backup goalkeeper for that cup. Uh, and, and maybe they did that here in the Gold Cup 2021 for Tarek Salman. Okay, so that is the three definite candidates. And um, we'll review those when we get to the end. Uh, the possible but not likely candidate is Ahmed Suhail, or maybe uh, you'll hear Al Hamawendi for him. He uh, started none of their 15 games since the 2021 Gold Cup uh, and was on the bench for one of those. He's very young, so he did uh, have some games with the under-23 team at the same time the senior was playing. The senior team was playing. He joined the under-23 team. Uh, he has two caps since 2021. Uh, that's why we have him as an outside candidate. He was actually on the roster for the uh, 2021 Gold Cup, but he sat on the bench for all five games. Jassim, Jassim Gabber, is, um, uh, he also started none of their recent 15 games, but he was on the bench for two of them. And is another player who is with the uh, under twenty three team for a few of the games, um, few of the games uh, while the senior team was playing different uh, different games. He's just twenty years old, and uh, but he has no caps for the team, and he's never been involved in the tournament. And finally, we have Al Mahdi Ali Mukhtar. So he last appeared for the national team in November 2020, so seems kind of out of the picture. He played with the team from 2012 to 2019 
and had 37 caps and three goals. He's actually not uh, too old. He's 30 years old, but uh, doesn't seem to have uh, kind of survived into this new generation. So he was a starter in the 2015 Asian Cup, but wasn't selected for the 2019 uh, Asian Cup. He was for the Copa America, uh, although he sat on the bench and wasn't selected for the Gold Cup in 2021. So again, perhaps someone they could call on uh, if if a player gets injured, uh, which is a bit of a concern for Qatar, given the limited number of players they're dealing with, but um, doesn't seem to be on the squad for the time being. So in review, we have Batham Hisham Al-Rawi. I'll call him Batham Al-Rawi. We have uh, Buolem Kuki and Tarek Salman as definite candidates. And uh, we have a few kind of um, possible but unlikely or seem to be off the squad. Now, if, these, if those players come back into the picture, uh, we'll include that in our update podcast. All right, moving on to left back. Um, we have uh, uh, Abdel Karim Hassan. That's usually how he's known, although sometimes he's called Abdel Karim Hassan Fadlala. And he is a definite candidate. And we have uh, Ahmed Homan also as a def definite candidate. And um, uh, that's all we have. Wow. Uh, we're going to talk about this uh, potential problem at the end. Um, of not having enough kind of backup uh, for these players. But anyway, Abdel Karim Hassan was, um, uh, he played 11 of their 15 games since the 2021 Gold Cup. And uh, he's been with Qatar since 2010. And he has 121 caps and 15 goals. Uh, he is just 29 years old. He plays for Al Saad in Qatar and was one of those players loaned to uh, Eupen in Belgium in 2017. Um, but that didn't uh, seem to do them much good. So um, he was the 2018 Asian Player of the Year, was Abdel Karim Hassan. And he was a starter in the uh, 2015 African Cup, but he actually lost his starting position there and was just a sub when the 2019 Asian Cup came around, but he gained a position there uh, after game two. So uh, he got two yellow cards in that tournament and hit the woodwork uh, uh, twice. Those two yellow cards um, uh, left him suspended for uh, game five. Uh, by the time the Copa America came around, he was, uh, he was a starter. Uh, starting all three games except for game three. Uh, he was also suspended on two yellow cards for that one. And um, uh, in the Gold Cup 2021, he uh, started and finished all games. So I'm just checking to see whether he got any yellow cards, but it doesn't seem like he did. So um, he's learning to avoid them, I suppose. So a definite candidate, uh, Abdel Karim Hassan. And... Um, we also have a definite candidate in Homam Ahmed. Ahmed. Um, so what's going on here? Because you can't really have two left backs. Well, I'll tell you soon. Uh, 
Humam Ahmed uh, started 11 of their 15 games since the 2021 Gold Cup and subbed in for three and was on the bench for one. Uh, he has been with the team since 2019, so one of the few kind of new players to come into the picture uh, uh, that they're building, that they've been building for a long time. Uh, he's with Al Carafa in Qatar, also played for Eupen in Belgium. So again, that uh, connection they had with that Belgian team around 2017 and 18. So uh, basically, um, he wasn't around. He got his first cap in 2019, but wasn't around for either of the tournaments uh, there. And his first tournament was the Gold Cup, where he started uh, all five games um, there. So uh, the situation is now, uh, Abdel, uh, Abdel Karim Hassan has recently uh, been used more as a central defender, kind of uh, coming into that central defense uh, when it's a three-man central defense. It gets a little complicated because we had three central defenders. But as I said, Kuki sometimes move up into the midfield and they do shift around a little bit. Um, so um, when uh, Abdel Karim Hassan moves into central defense, Homam is uh, is usually uh, Homam will be the left defender. But it's often the case that both of them are on the field at the same time. All right. Well, right backs is uh, a bit less complex. We have uh, Pedro Miguel as a definite candidate, and you may uh, hear him being called Roro. Um, and we also have a likely candidate in uh, Ismail uh, Mohammed and in uh, Mosab Kadir. Uh, Mosab Kadir, and then uh, someone who seems to be off the squad, uh, Tamim Al Muhaza. Uh, so we'll go back to the beginning and talk about Pedro Miguel. So uh, for this position, uh, Roro has it locked down. So um, he uh, moves up to right midfielder when it's a 3-5-2. Um, he actually, in recent games, in friendlies, and uh, he didn't play in the Arab Cup, actually. Uh, I think uh, he wasn't on the field anyway. Uh, um, we, and we'll talk more about this after we do the players. But he has been part of the three-man central defense uh, in some recent games, I was surprised to actually see him as the uh, on the left side of the defense. And when he does that, Ismail uh, Mohammed uh, plays as the right defender uh, or sometimes as a right midfielder. Anyway, Pedro Miguel uh, has been with the team. Uh, oh, he started 10 of their 15 games since the 2021 Gold Cup and wasn't selected for the five others. I think those are the five games in the Arab Cup. He's been with the squad since 2016 and has 78 caps and one goal, and he is uh, 32 years old. So um, his actual name is Pedro Miguel Carrera, and I have seen him referred to as Carrera also. Uh, but some websites, uh, some sources just call him Roro. Uh, he was born in Portugal, uh, and actually his parents were from Cape Verde. So, uh, but he is nevertheless, uh, I'm just looking at his career. He plays for Al Saad in Qatar uh, 
and uh, he was with Al Ali in Qatar from 2011. So I believe he's a naturalized citizen because he spent uh, his his uh, youth and his early clubs were all in Portugal. He was with the Benfica Youth Club uh, around 2001 to 2005. Um, and then uh, uh, he is now a big part of the Qatar team. He uh, played as a starter in the 2019 Asian Cup. That was his first to, uh, tournament and was in the Copa America 2019 and in the Gold Cup, starting all games in all of them. And he was uh, really impressive in the uh, Gold Cup uh, especially, but uh, he's always been very solid uh, at the back there. Uh, well, at the back and as a as a, uh, an attacking uh, winger kind of thing. Uh, okay, uh, Ismail Mohammed uh, is obviously the backup for uh, Pedro Miguel, and I think what's happening is that they they've uh, they sometimes have been moving Pedro Miguel around so that he can play another position and is familiar with it, and so that Ismail Mohammed can get some. Uh, practice and and I think we see this uh, kind of all over the field, but especially in this case, you don't want the uh, substitute uh, kind of having no experience whatsoever. Well, Ismail Mohammed is quite experienced. He's he's uh, started six of their fifteen games since the Gold Cup and was subbed in for two, and on the bench for five others. So. Uh, looks likely to to reach the cup, and he's been with the team since 2013, and has 66 caps and four goals. He's 32 years old and plays for Al Duhai in Qatar. So he was a substitute in the 2015 Asian Cup, uh, but he wasn't uh, involved in the 2019 Asian Cup or the 2019 Copa America. So. Um, uh, he seemed to kind of be on and off the team uh, uh, in that period. Uh, and even for the Gold Cup in 2021, uh, he was on the roster but saw no action. So um, he seems to have kind of come back into the team uh, now and uh, definitely seems to hold down that, uh, that uh, substitute position as the right back. Okay, but we also have likely as Mosab Kadir. Uh, Mosab Kadir started just two of their 15 games uh, since the 2021 Gold Cup, but he was subbed in for seven and on the game for uh, sorry on the bench for six others. So uh, he's kind of always with them, but um, more of a backup player there. He uh, has been with Qatar since 2017 and has 29 cap and is 28 years old. And he plays uh, for Al Saad, as a lot of them do. We'll take a look at that at the end. And uh, he wasn't, uh, um, he was around actually his first cap in 2017, but he wasn't involved in either of the 2019 cups. And for the Gold Cup 2021, uh, he was on the bench uh, for most of the time. He just appeared briefly in game one. Uh, where he was subbed in at 90. So uh, definitely a backup, but he seems to be uh, selected um, for all the games. Our last candidate to look at is uh, Tamim al Muhaza, who seems to be off the squad. He last appeared for, uh, for the national team on the bench in March 2021. 
and uh, he he just has one appearance in 2019, and he was um, that appearance was uh, in the 2019 Cup where he subbed in very late into Game Six against South Korea, and uh, and that's it. So uh, we'll get more detail on him if he ends up making it to the squad. Okay, but in summary, right backs Pedro Miguel is the starter. And even if he has been moving around positions uh, in recent games, uh, I am absolutely certain he'll be uh, the right back. Uh, meanwhile, Ismail Mohammed and Mosab Kadir, I shouldn't say absolutely certain because then uh, I'll probably look like a fool. So I will say I'm quite certain, I'm fairly certain. Ismail Mohammed and Mosab Kadir are backups. Um, uh, backups in that position. Uh, okay, um, let us move on now to midfield. So we also have a category for general or versatile midfielders, but uh, none of them are coded that way. So we move on to uh, central, oh, sorry, defensive midfielders. Okay, uh, so we start with Karim Boudiaf, Boudiaf uh, perhaps. And uh, he is a definite candidate. And then uh, Salam Al-Hajri uh, is a possible candidate. We actually don't have that many possible candidates on the squad. They seem to be either on or off. And uh, finally, possible but unlikely, Abdullah Marafi. Abdullah Marafi. So let's go back to Karim Boudaev. So he started 12 of their 15 games since the 2021 Gold Cup and subbed in for one and was on the bench for two. So there all the time. He's been with the team since 2013. And it's another Centurion with 108 caps and five goals uh, at 32 years old. And he plays for Al Duhai uh, in Qatar too. He was actually with a couple of youth clubs in France. And he was born in France, um, um, but, uh, you know, uh, was with uh, Al Duhai since 2010. Uh, so from, from that was his first kind of senior club. Um, he was there for the 2015 Asian Cup. He started all three games. And then uh, he started the 2019 Asian Cup, but uh, was subbed out 56 minutes into game one and lost his starting position. Um he did come back uh, into into play uh, starting game six, but um, uh, uh, but by the 2019 Copa America, he was just a sub uh, and started game three there against Argentina. And in the 2021 Gold Cup, he started all five games. Uh, uh, Karim Boudaya, but uh, definitely seems to be a starter now. And uh, not a lot of people kind of. Uh, uh, challenging his position, but we did see uh, that sometimes central defender Kuki comes up and plays alongside him in central defense or in the uh, defensive midfield when they have that formation. Uh, the next candidate is Salam Al Hashri. So he returned after a one year absence in March of this year and just played one of their two remaining games. Uh, in 2021. I don't think they had any games in June, which is a bit unusual for uh, uh, for Qatar um, because they, they tend to play a lot of games 
as far as I know, I'm just checking here, their last game uh, was with uh, Jamaica. Uh, oh, okay, hang on, that, that was uh, in August. Yeah, they didn't have any games in, in June, but they have been playing some uh, kind of unusual friendlies, actually, with Lazio, uh, Italian club Lazio, and Morocco and Ghana's uh, kind of in Africa, uh, in Africa team. Most African teams have kind of a, it's called their A team, and um, uh, it's only players who are based in Africa that play, um, uh, that, that are eligible for some tournaments. So um, they played Jamaica, but that was in August. Ooh, okay, so uh, it looks like he actually um, didn't make any of those games either. So uh, Salam al Hajri was uh, subbed into the 2019 Asian Cup and went on to start a couple of games there, games five and six. Uh, but for the 2019 Copa America, um, he only started uh, game three, so he was on the bench otherwise, and then not selected for the 2021 Gold Cup. So uh, kind of actually seems to be on his way out, but then did make an appearance in March 2022. So I put him as a possible candidate. Um, uh, Abdullah Marafi uh, didn't start any of their 15 games since the 2021 Gold Cup. Um, and he was subbed in for one, uh, uh, subbed in for one, and I think on the bench for one uh, as well. Uh, anyway, uh, not uh, likely, but he has uh, kind of popped his head up uh, recently. He's very uh, new to the team. He earned his first cap in 2022 when he was uh, 30 years old. So actually doubt that we'll see him. Okay, moving on to uh, uh, central midfielders. I'll come uh, and summarize. Well, I'll summarize it now. I mean, Kareem Boudayev is really the only candidate here, and Al Hajri and Marafi seem uh, unlikely, but we do have Al Hajri as a portable. Uh, central midfielders, I'll introduce them first. So, Asim Madibo, uh, Asim Madibo is a definite candidate, and so is uh, kind of newcomer Mohamed Wad or Mohamed Wad Al Bayati. And we have a possible candidate in Ali Asadala, uh, sometimes called Ali Asadala Kambar. And uh, we have Ahmed Fathi as a possible but unlikely, as well as Abdullah uh, Marafiva, uh, possible but unlikely. And finally, seems to be off the squad, is Ahmed Moeen, or uh, sometimes called Ahmed Moeen Duzande. Okay, so going back to the top, uh, Asim Madibo. So he uh, started four of their 15 games since the 2021 Gold Cup, and he subbed in for eight of them as on the bench for three others, so always involved. Um, uh, he plays for Al Duhai in Qatar and has been with Qatar since 2017 and has 43 caps and is 26 years old. So uh, he was a starter in the uh, Asian Cup 2019. Um, 
I, I, I made a note uh, that he was notable for his crunching tackles, and that actually led to a suspension uh, in game five. I think it was uh, two yellow cards that he got in games three and four. Uh, he was also uh, a starter in, no, he was a substitute in, no, he was a starter in the Copa America 2019. Sorry, folks. Um, uh, well, he also got two two yellow cards, uh, um, again, for rough tackles. Um, and he was a sub in the 2021 Gold Cup um, there. Uh, but anyway, uh, he seems to be a definite candidate to to make it to the World Cup. But I would say he looks like a, a kind of a bench player uh, having started only five of their 14 recent games. Uh, Mohamed Wad is coming into the picture and perhaps replacing him uh, as the starter. He started nine of their 15 games um, and was uh, a sub for one and on the bench for four. So again, uh, uh, in the picture quite a bit. And he's new to the squad since 2020, but he has 18 caps since that time. And he's 23 years old. So he also plays for Al Saad in Spain. And in 2018, uh, he was loaned to another kind of club that they made a deal uh, with, with Cultural Leonesa. And um, again, uh, what happened there is that Qatar did loan um, players to them and I think paid money in a sense for them to take them. And they really didn't get on the field very much. So the experiment kind of failed. Uh, anyway, Mohamed Wad uh, was on the squad for the Gold Cup 2021, but he only appeared uh, in game one very late as a sub, so really didn't get on the field there, but obviously has been getting on the field in recent games and actually seems to be challenging, um, seems to be challenging uh, um, Asim Madibo uh, for his starting position. So I'm going to actually uh, predict that he will be the the starter and Madibo will be uh, second. Of course, there's room for, for more than one central midfielder. And we do have a likely candidate in Ali Atadala. So he started three of their 15 games since the 2021 Gold Cup. Subbed in for four and was on the bench for eight. So another guy who was only uh, not selected for one of those 15 games and he's been with the team since 2013 another guy with a lot of caps 56 caps and 12 goals uh, 28 years old and he was uh, on the Asian Cup 2015 squad but he only appeared in game uh, three which seems to have been uh, kind of a B team game because they had lost their first two games and or maybe used in the last game to give uh, lesser used players some experience. Uh, he wasn't involved in the uh, 2019 Asian Cup or the 2021 Gold Cup, so just kind of making his way uh, into the picture, but um, uh, seems very likely as a backup, uh, as a backup player. And okay, we'll move on to the less likely players, uh, Ahmed Fathi. So he didn't start any of their games since the 2021 Gold Cup, but he was on the bench for two of them. And he's been with the team since 2017 
uh, but has just 12 caps in that time. He's 28 years old. So he was on the bench for the 2019 Asian Cup and the 2019 Copa America, but wasn't involved in the 2021 Gold Cup. Uh, next is Abdullah Marafiva. And um, he uh, first appeared on the bench in November 2020, uh, but didn't start any of their games uh, since the Gold Cup. But he was uh, he was a substitute. He was uh, a substitute and on the bench for one game. So he has uh, 28 years old, and his first cap uh, was in 2021. So I would be surprised if we saw him. And finally, Ahmed Moin or Ahmed Moin Duzande. And um, sorry, I have to stare at my uh, computer here because the notes are quite small. Uh, didn't start any of their games since the 2021 Gold Cup, but was on the bench for three, uh, for three of them. So actually, I should uh, probably move him up to possible, but not likely, because he actually has more caps than the other players. And uh, he only earned eight caps in his time with Qatar from um, 2017. But he's 28 years old, so still kind of of age. And um, he plays for Qatar uh, SC, Qatar Soccer Club. Uh, another one of those guys loaned to uh, Cultural Leonesa in Spain in 2017 and 18, and also came through the Aspire Academy. So he was on the bench for the uh, 2019 Copa America. Uh, but he was only used as a sub in, in one of the games and uh, was not called up for the uh, 2019 Asian Cup or the 2021 Gold Cup. So uh, I'll move him to to uh, possible, but unlikely, because he has been on the bench three times fairly recently, but we don't expect to see him. So in review, uh, I've put Mohamed Wad or Mohamed Wad Al-Bayati as a uh, as a starter, and both he and Asim Madibo are definite, whereas Ali Asadala or Ali Asadala Kambar is uh, likely. Moving over to left midfield, uh, we have a definite candidate in Abdulaziz Hatem, uh, sometimes called uh, Abdulaziz Hatem Abdullah. Uh, but usually Abdulaziz Hatem, and he started 12 of their 15 games since the Gold Cup, but wasn't selected for uh, three of the games, including uh, including the last two. I don't think I'm actually uh, I'm, I don't think I'm actually including those August games uh, in the source that I'm looking at. Um, Yeah, I, I guess they don't report on on those. Um, they don't report on those games with Morocco and Ghana A team or the Lazio Lazio uh, team. So um, there may be uh, a problem with uh, Abdulaziz Hatem, but we'll see when we do the update um, if he's returned from missing those the last two games that uh, I used in my data. So he's been with the team, Abdulaziz Hatem, has been with the team since 2009 and has 96 caps and 11 goals and is 32 years old. He plays for Al-Rayyan in Qatar. 
And uh, he's been in the picture for quite a while. He was a starter in the 2015 Asian Cup, but only actually was on the field for about half the time because he didn't appear in game two and was subbed out of game three at halftime. Uh, by the time the 2019 Asian Cup came around, he was a, star he was a sub in game one, but uh, gained a starting position. Uh, he got two yellow cards in that tournament. Uh, and for the Copa America 2019, he started all three games. And uh, same uh, with the Gold Cup 2021, started all five games and actually scored three goals there. Um, actually, one of the goals was, was a handball. Uh, I'm just going to whisper that to you now because he got away with it. Um, yeah, he actually played quite well in that cup. So, uh, Abdullah Diz Hatem, uh, not only uh, a definite to make the cup, but likely a starter as well. So, I'm gonna I'm gonna highlight him in green on the video cast to indicate that here. Uh, right midfielders, they don't have anyone uh, as a right midfielder. Uh, uh, usually it's an attacking midfielder playing that role. And uh, uh, as far as left wingers go, um, actually uh, Ismail Mohamed, who I talk about as the backup to, um, to Roro as, uh, on the, uh, as a right back. Uh, yeah, funnily, he's coded as a left winger. And I think Wikipedia actually codes him as a forward. But um, most of his games... Uh, recently have been as a right back. So they seem to be grooming him as uh, as Pedro Miguel's backup. Uh, so technically he's a left winger, uh, but we, I've already covered him under uh, a right back. So I'll just put him in. Uh, I think we had him as a, a definite to reach the cup and a likely to uh, likely to be a substitute there. So I'll just put him um, in gray here. Okay, right wingers, it's a kind of an interesting case. Uh, they didn't have any uh, for a long time, but recently they brought two new uh, names into the picture. So we have Naif Al-Hadrami uh, as a possible candidate, and we also have uh, Khaled Munir, sometimes called Khaled Munir Mazid. Uh, also as a possible candidate, and Moyad Hassan or Moyad Hassan Fidali, uh, Fidali uh, we have as seems to be off the squad. So uh, let's take a quick look at these players um, uh, here. Oops, uh, right wingers. Um, uh, Naif Al-Hadrami. Um, First appeared in November 2021 and got his first cap in March 2022 and uh, um, started, I think, uh, one of their remaining 10 games there and was on the bench for three others. So, uh, again, his first cap in 2022 there and he is 21 years old. So a bit of a, a bit of kind of fresh blood uh, there in a position that they haven't used that much. So it's usually Alhado's kind of... Uh, on the right. So it'll be interesting to see if they use him and where he'll be uh, if they do. So 
Uh, that's it. He's never appeared in a tournament, of course. Got his first cap this year. Uh, Khaled Munir um, first appeared. Uh, he actually was on the bench twice in 2017 and then was off the team for four years and came back in November uh, 2021. Uh, didn't uh, start any of their games, but subbed in for two of them and was on the bench for seven others. So he did earn his first cap there in 2021. And he has two caps and is also uh, quite young, 24 years old. And uh, he also, uh, he hasn't appeared in any tournaments either. Uh, he was selected for the preliminary squad in 2021, but didn't make the cut. Uh, Moyad Hassan uh, also uh, was um, uh, selected for the preliminary squad in 2021, but didn't make the cut. He last appeared in March uh, 2021. He actually had 10 caps over his time uh, with Qatar since 2013. So always seems to have been uh, a fringe player and wasn't involved in any of the tournaments. So we will give more details on him if he makes the squad. But for now, uh, we, we, we're not highlighting any of these guys as... Uh, as likely to make the squad, but the, the first two we talked about are possible. Okay, moving on to attacking midfielders. Uh, we have uh, uh, Hassan Alhados uh, coded as an attacking midfielder. Really, he plays more as a, a right attacking midfielder, but uh, I've actually moved him down to, to likely, and I'll tell you why. Uh, it really would be shocking if he didn't make the cup because he is kind of the he's the captain of Qatar and uh, has been with them uh, a long time, longer than any of the other players. Um, he last played in the Arab Cup in December uh, 2021. So that's a bit concerning that he hasn't uh, appeared in any of the games since, but I would be shocked if he wasn't part of this cup. Um so he, as I said, it's a 5-3-2 usually, and so usually he's the right midfielder. He always plays on the right, um, and Afif, who we'll talk about soon, uh, usually plays on the left, but he switches around. Actually, I'm supposed to uh, uh, introduce these players. So, sorry, I have kind of uh, goofed up a little bit here. I should have um, introduced Akram Afif, uh, no, I'll actually save Afif to, to a forward uh, until we talk about forwards. Uh, maybe I'll call him a secondary striker. Let's continue with uh, Hassan Al-Haidos, but I will introduce a possible candidate uh, by name, Abdullah Al-Arak. So Abdullah Al-Arak. And... Um, We'll talk about those two before we do a thief. So, uh, uh, Captain Hassan al Haidos has been with the team since 2008 and must be one of the most capped players in the world right now, active players, with 160 caps and 31 goals. And he's 32 years old. So, um, not too old uh, still to be playing, but kind of getting up there as a, as a midfielder. He plays for Al Saad in Qatar and has for the last 15 years. He was with the youth club of Al Saad for nine years uh, before that. 
Uh, now he was uh, with the squad in uh, for the 2011 Asian Cup. He was on the roster, uh, but saw no action there. Uh, by the time 2015 came around, he was a starter, so started and finished all three games. And uh, by 2019, he was the captain, so started all seven games there. And um, uh, he missed a penalty uh, in the Asian Cup um, uh, against Saudi Arabia. Um, and in the 2019 Copa America, he also started all three games. And uh, in Gold Cup 2021, uh, started and finished uh, all games except for game two, where he was subbed in for one of the games, which is happening more and more. So maybe he is getting a little uh, uh, too tired to play the many games they play. And I was expecting this call. It was from, uh, I'm sure it's Felix Sanchez. Uh, uh, asking me to play a role in their squad. He's been asking me for a year. No, that's not even true. Uh, I don't know who it is on the phone. Sorry about that. Uh, okay, getting back to Hassan Al-Haidos. Al uh, also, Mr. Pemenka uh, in the 2021 Gold Cup against USA. So in the fifth, uh, in the fifth game, I, I meant to say he missed a penalty. Uh, it was on a, a failed Penenka. That's where you kind of uh, cheekily dink the ball over the keeper who supposedly dry, dives out of the way. Uh, but it, it failed miserably. And uh, he kind of wasn't that effective in that tournament. So I'm actually wondering if his recent absence is, is, is a decline in his play. But I'm sure they would bring him, um, I'm sure they would bring him at least for moral support because he's kind of the, the the leader of the team anyway i i have to put him as a likely and i'm not dead sure that he'll be a starter uh in this cup so i'm going to put him as a substitute but he may he may return uh, into a starting role abdal abdullah al-arak has started three of their 15 games since the 2021 gold cup and he was subbed in for four and on the bench for six uh, I can't say for sure he was subbed in for uh, Hassan Al-Haidos because uh, players move around in the midfield, but that's possible. He uh, has been with the team since 2017 and has 28 caps, but is only uh, 25 years old. And he wasn't part of the Asian Cup 2019 squad, but he was there for the Copa America. In 2019, he appeared only in Game 3 there as a sub. Uh, and in the 2021 Gold Cup, he was a regular substitute uh, coming into all five games, uh, uh, all five games there. So uh, it does seem to be kind of a, a part of the setup. Uh, in fact, he was only select and not selected for two of their 15 games there. So I'm actually going to move him up to a likely candidate. But uh, it seems like if he does... Uh, if he does play, uh, if he if he does make the cup, he would be more of a bench player or a backup player. Although they seem to use him a lot in that role. Okay, I was supposed to put uh, Akram Afif as uh, an attacking midfielder. Fact is, I don't really know where to put him because he he lines up as a left midfielder uh, when they have one attacker, left attacking midfielder or a winger. But he also uh, 
uh, plays as a forward sometimes when they have a two two man forward forward line, and he even plays on the right uh, of of that forward line. So it's kind of uh, uh, all over the place. He's coded as a as a forward, uh, secondarily as a left midfielder. Um, but he's kind of one of those players who seems to move around a lot. Anyway, he is a definite candidate uh, and uh, I think uh, probably their best player. Uh, he started 11 of their 15 games since the 2021 uh, Gold Cup and was subbed in for three of those. Uh, so again, uh, maybe giving other players uh, a bit of a chance Um when he uh, sits on the bench. Uh, he's been with the team since 2015 and has 83 caps and 24 goals, and he's 26 years old, so uh, a real force on the team. He's with uh, Al Saad in uh, Qatar um, since 2020, but he was with uh, Villarreal uh, since, uh, from 2016 to 20 and with Yupin. So they were really loaning him out to these teams to try to get some uh, European experience. And he seems to have been more successful than most uh, in as far as he was at least uh, with those teams for a longer period. But um, uh, I don't really know how much game time he got, which was a bit of a problem uh, in, in the deal. They had. He also came out of the Aspire Academy, and um, uh, yeah, I have a note actually. He played no games in his four years with uh, Villarreal, so uh, there we have it. Uh, his first tournament was the 2019 Asian Cup, where he he made a, a huge impression. Uh, started all seven games there, and um, set a new record for ten assists in that tournament and created 26 chances um, the next the next best player created 14 chances and uh yeah uh, a great player uh there he actually had returned to the um asian cup uh 2019 after a 19 month absence from the national team sounds like an injury to me uh, because he's too good a player too to leave off the team. Anyway, uh, 2019 Copa America started uh, and finished all three games there and started all five games in the in the 21 Gold Cup, uh, although he was subbed out of uh, uh, some of those games. Um, yeah, he also missed a penalty, actually, in game three against Honduras. It uh, wasn't as impressive in the Gold Cup as he had been in the Asian Cup, but it, it would have been hard to live up to that performance. Anyway, uh, Akram Afif, a definite candidate, and it would be a huge loss if he got an injury. Okay, moving on to uh, forwards, we have uh, Almoez Ali, who, who um, vies with Akram Afif as the best player on the team. Uh, Almoez Ali. And uh, we have Mohamed Muntari basically as the backup, um, but almost certain to, to make the team. I'll put him as a likely. And then we have two possible candidates in Ahmed Ala Eldin, uh, sometimes called uh, Ahmed Abdel Motal, uh, as a possible candidate. And finally, uh, Yusuf Abdurisak. Yusuf Abdurisak. 
So let's go back to Almoez uh, Ali, and it's hard to sing his praises enough. Uh, he started 14 of their 15 games since the Gold Cup, subbed into the other, so no doubt he's going to be there, and it would be devastating for them if he wasn't. He's been with the team since 2013 and has 82 caps and 39 goals, so one of the world's highest uh, uh, percentage rates at almost 50% there, and uh, he is 26 years old. So he plays for Al Duhai in uh, Qatar. They also kind of tried to loan uh, or, or send him to a couple of uh, European teams, including Cultural Leonesa. Um, uh, but he also played for a couple of teams in, in Austria, always with them. I don't know how much game time he got. And is also out of the Aspire Academy. So uh, he was uh, amazing in the uh, Asian Cup uh, 2019. He scored nine of their 19 goals and was by far the top scorer of the tournament. And just uh, fabulous to watch. Uh, that was the record for the most... Um, most goals in an Asian Cup. Uh, Ali Daye had eight goals in the 1996 Asian Cup, uh, and he beat it by one. Uh, Copa America 2019, he started and finished uh, all games there, uh, but he only got one of their two. Uh, he only got a goal there. Uh, they only got two goals um, in, in that tournament so he got one of their goals against paraguay so yeah the big question is whether he can uh how he will do against bigger defenses european defenses and south american defenses and stuff so uh copa america wasn't that encouraging as they scored only two goals uh, and the gold cup 2021 was better uh he started all five games there and scored four goals Qatar got 12 goals there and uh, was quite impressive, like made a, uh, made an impression on on uh, people who hadn't seen him before. But uh, again, not as spectacular as in the um, Asian Cup and actually missed a, a couple of glorious opportunities uh, there. Okay, so uh, Almoez Ali, uh, uh, a definite. And Mohamed Muntari, uh, started two of their 15 games since the 2021 Gold Cup, but subbed into six. And uh, he wasn't selected for the first five of those uh, 13 games, unlike uh, Al Hados, wasn't selected for the last two. So um, uh, I have him as a likely here because he's been a fairly consistent backup uh, for the last little while. He's been with the team since 2014, and he has 45 caps and 12 goals, which is not a bad average uh, itself. He plays for Al Duhai in Qatar, and he was a starter in the 2015 Asian Cup, so he's not young. He's uh, 29 years old, uh, but he was not uh, a part of the Asian Cup in 2019 or the Copa America uh, the same year. And in the 2021 Gold Cup, uh, he started some games and subbed into most games. He appeared in every game. And he uh, usually lines up as a co-forward uh, when he gets a start. But yeah, um, he, he doesn't start that often. And um, uh, I, I'm going to definitely put him as a substitute. 
Uh, actually, I, I thought when I started describing him that he was a more likely candidate than he was. But he does seem to be kind of the only backup forward. So uh, there we go. But maybe they're trying a couple of other players. We have Ahmed Alaeldin. And that is, um, he started three of their 15 games since the 2021 Gold Cup and was subbed in for five. I should actually probably have him uh, ahead of Mohamed Muntari. In my mind, Mohamed Muntari is the backup, but looking at his stats here, I see he's maybe uh, maybe more in line. Uh, he has been with the team since uh, 2013. He has 45 caps. But as a forward, he only has one goal, which is not uh, not impressive. Uh, 29 years old and plays for Al Garatha in Qatar. So he was uh, he was a sub in the 2018, sorry, 2019 Asian Cup, and in the 2019 Copa America, he wasn't even that. He was on the roster, but he saw no action. And in the 2021 Gold Cup. He was subbed into three of the five games, but two of them were um, at the 88-minute mark, so uh, not really enough time to uh, to make an impression there. So, yeah, I have him down as a possible, and maybe I'll stick with that because uh, I think Muntari is more likely. Um, uh, if he does show, he would be uh, uh, as a substitute, I'm sure. Finally, uh, Yusuf Abdurazik uh, had started... None of their 15 uh, games since the 2021 Gold Cup was subbed in for two and on the bench, but he also was with the under-23 team uh, for a couple of matches. But he wasn't there towards the end. I think he missed the last um, eight matches there. So he has been with the team since 2019 and has 13 caps and one goal. And uh, he's with Al Saad in Qatar. So he was on the Gold Cup 2021 squad. That was his first tournament, and uh, but was just on the roster. Uh, he didn't see any action. He was on the bench, I should say. So that's uh, that's that. So uh, in a review, uh, I'm not sure I uh, covered attacking midfielders uh, there. So wait, what's going on? Um. I think I should have uh, Hassan Al Haidos and Abdullah Al Iraq as uh, likely candidates to, to make the cut. And um, Akram Afif is a definite. I put him as a secondary, uh, a secondary um, uh, striker, but his position's a bit hard to define. Um, and he's the only one I have in that position. The others are forward, so um, I'm just moving them to the right spot on my graphic because I realized I made a mistake. Okay, so Akram Afif as a definite, and uh, Al Moez Ali, a definite forward. And uh, I I'll stick with Mohamed Muntari as uh, likely to reach the cup, but being a substitute if he, if he is. Um, and as possible candidates, we have a couple there who may come into the picture. Okay, and that kind of uh, that brings us to the end of the squad. So we'll just uh, have a little bit of discussion here, and then we will uh, um, go through the squad one last time 
to uh, look at the starters. So uh, we're going to do firstly some notes. So going back to the uh, to the takeaways from the previous podcast, I should call this section uh, notes. Actually, um, uh, we saw that they have a stable squad, and that remains the same. Actually, incredibly stable. Uh, most play uh, together on the club teams. We will see. Um, um, most play together on the club team, so they're very familiar with each other. And uh, basically, the starters are starters, um, and the substitutes are substitutes, and things don't change much. So they're not very uh, experimentative. They have added a few players to the squad since 2019, but are very judicious about it. I wonder if they they kind of experiment with potential candidates at the club level, uh, but it doesn't seem like they do on the national team because once they're on, once they're brought into the national team, uh, most of them usually stay and are groomed into their position either as a starter or as a backup. So we. Uh, we'll talk about a couple of players who have managed to break into the team, but they're not a team like Ghana, who uh, you know who are trying out new players all the time. They seem very uh, careful about um, uh, bringing stuff in, which I think is a strength. So I'll just say they, you know, uh, one starter, one sub, is uh, basically what they have for each position. And uh, now there is a danger in that. Uh, it seems a bit risky uh, because it, they would be in big trouble if a starter got injured. And I think that's true in some positions, like uh, the forward position. Uh, none of the backup forwards seem to have uh, uh, have a lot of uh, game time there. So if they lose Almoez Ali, uh, they'll be in a pickle, it seems. Uh, they have been trying to handle that by giving... Uh, the substitute some starts and some playing time as sub. And they've also used some of the players like Miguel Pedro, uh, maybe out of position so that he can fill in to other positions, while at the same time, the backup player for him can get a bit of experience uh, uh, in that position, get a bit of field time in that position. So they do seem to be doing some smart things. But honestly, uh, the danger... Uh, the, the good side of this is that it's a, a club that's, uh, or a team that's very familiar with playing uh, with each other. And so they have a good team cohesiveness. The danger is that if someone gets injured, there may not be someone there to replace him. Uh, so that uh, is a bit of a, a bit of an issue, a bit of a strength and a bit of an issue for um, uh, for, for Qatar. Uh, okay, we'll look at club affiliations, and this is fairly simple. All of them play in Qatar, and uh, I have a little, just a little graphic here that I'll read out. Uh, so, 13 of them play for Al Saad. Uh, um, these, by the way, are the players I've considered likely, uh, uh, sorry, possible, likely, or, or definite. Uh, so there are 26 players. Half of them, 13 of them, play for Al Saad. Seven of them play for Al Duhai. Uh, three of them play for Al Garafa. And three of them play for uh, other clubs in Qatar. All 26 of them uh, playing in Qatar. And that's what I mean. They're, they're kind of experiment to 
loan them out to European clubs to get some European experience uh, didn't seem to work well. And uh, other, otherwise, what they're doing is playing European teams uh, quite a lot. It's stunning how many games they've played. Okay, let's take a look at the age and experience of the players. So I'm kind of developing a chart as I do these podcasts, which is creating an average. So I don't have that many teams on it, but I know kind of in my head uh, from other tournaments, um, uh, I have a rough idea of an average. The average age of Qatar is uh, 26.9 years old. And generally, uh, the average I find to be... um, around 25 to 27. So, so far in my chart, it's 26.7. So, you know, this is kind of within the range, maybe slightly older um, than some of the other teams will be. And um, by the way, I'm not really sure what the significance of this is. You can make of it uh, what you will. Um, Generally, uh, uh, no, I won't get into that discussion. I mean, there have been teams with an average age of close to 30 that have done really well in World Cups. So, um, uh, but sometimes that means that could also mean that they're they've held on to veterans for too long and and could be weak, like I think uh, Costa Rica is for this tournament. Uh, average caps they have 51.8. Oh my God, the average is 28 uh, that I have for the. Uh, uh, African teams, and I'm sure this is way higher uh, than it's going to be. But that's because they've been playing games like mad. I mean, you've seen that they've they they were in the Copa America, they joined the the Gold Cup, they've just played friendlies galore, and with anyone and everyone. We saw they played uh, Lazio, uh, the Italian club. They're playing uh, these um, uh, the Ghana A team stuff like that. They'll just play anyone. So 51.8 caps, and that's purposeful. They want them to have lots of experience playing together. So I think the teamsmanship of this team is and will be second to none. Uh, and, you know, they'll they'll be a lot stronger than the sum of their parts. Uh, another great stat I've got here is uh, total goals. Uh So 182 goals uh, among all of the, the those players. I should actually put this one first. Uh, the total players, uh, total players under consideration. Um, sorry, I'm actually writing it as we speak. Total players under consideration is uh, 29. I thought it was less than that. Uh, just sorry. Uh, no, it, it's uh, 26. Yeah. So this is all of the players who are definite, likely, or uh, possible. And they have 26. Now, I find uh, this correlates well with kind of teamsmanship. Um, so I see this. Uh, I saw this in Uruguay in previous years, and I see it in Senegal uh, this year. And uh, um, uh Teams that um, uh, play a lot together generally are better than teams that are bringing in new players all the time, I feel. Uh, Anyway, their total goals is 182 because they've been playing uh, for a long time. 
and the average is 100. Actually, most teams are well under 100. And uh, total players under consideration is uh, 26. Um, the next closest is uh, Senegal, who I consider a pretty tight team. Um, oh, they only had 24, actually. And then uh, other teams like Ghana had 38. And I, I, I think that's too many, uh, a lot of people coming and going. It'll be interesting to see how the European teams are there. But anyway, you can make of the uh, uh, make what you will of that data. Okay, uh, players to watch. Well, in the defense, I would say, uh, are we going to have three central defenders? It seems like uh, it seems like we will. And uh, one player to watch in the defense is Kuki, because if they only have two central defenders, he will play as a midfielder, usually defensive, but sometimes as an attacking midfielder. It's very interesting how many goals he has for the team, which we'll look at uh, soon. Uh, in the midfield, one of my big questions is, what's going on with uh, uh, Hassan Al-Haidos? Is he playing? Is he uh, aging out? He does kind of seem to be um, uh, getting kind of losing momentum as a player. Uh, will they bring him if he has lost momentum as a player? A lot of questions surrounding him. In the attack, uh, you got to keep your eye on uh, Afif and Al Moez as the main goal scorers. Every team will target them. Uh, every team did in the Copa America and the Gold Cup. And they still score goals. You know, there's, uh, they're, they're very tricky, very fast. Uh, Qatar is a lightning fast team, uh, great to watch, and those guys in particular. We'll just look at a couple of uh, new players that they have. So uh, uh, Michal Barsham uh, is a new goalkeeper. His first cap was in 2020, and he's 24 years old, and he did play as a starter in the Gold Cup. So uh, maybe making a bid to... Uh, um, uh, for the starting keeper, but I don't really think so. Uh, but definitely the backup keeper. On the left wing, uh, Homam Ahmed has recently uh, made inroads into the team, starting 11 of their 15 games, as well as the uh, uh, all five Gold Cup games. So um, uh, making inroads there. He is 23 years old and, um, and there. Mohamed Wad as a central midfielder, uh, also a new uh, a new face. Uh, he was only a substitute in the Gold Cup, but seems to have uh, come into the team starting nine of their 15 games after the Gold Cup there uh, in the central midfield. And I'm very interested in these two possible candidates, uh, Naif Al-Hadrami, um, because they are right-wingers and, uh, you know, basically... Qatar has never used right wingers before. He's 21 years old, and Khalid Munir is uh, 23 years old, and uh, really just have showed up um, as substitutes or on the bench, but uh, a bit of fresh blood onto the team. In terms of injuries, we have none. And uh, in terms of notable absences, we often have a long list of uh, players or, you know, at least several players who are no longer with the squad. But interestingly, with Qatar, there is no starter 
uh, from the 2019 Asian Cup that is off the squad now. And that's a testament to their, um, a testament to what they're trying to do uh, in terms of team building. They've been working on this project for a long time. They've really put together uh, a solid team, a solid group of players. It's hard to get into that team. And once you're in, uh, you know, once you're in, you're you're kind of groomed into your position and and learn how to play with the other players. Uh, I think Qatar is is underrated, and I think they're going to be a stronger team at the World Cup than uh, people will give them credit for. To say nothing of the advantage of hosting, so I'm very excited about Qatar at the World Cup. Okay, well we'll finish with a uh, just a. Uh, uh, a run through the squad and I'm just going to copy it from above here so um, uh, sorry okay predicted starters so for those on YouTube the ones in green are the predicted starters and those are the only ones I'm going to read here so uh, we have Felix Sanchez uh, as the manager he will definitely uh, retain that position through the cup uh, okay I'll read a couple of the possible starters too uh, Saad Al-Sheeb I think is uh, still the starter but he is being challenged a bit by the young Michelle Barsham so um, uh, at least one of those two will be the starter I, I think at this point Saad Al-Sheeb will be the one. Uh, they usually have a three-man central defense, so that's Basham al-Rawi, sometimes called Basham Hisham, and uh, Bulam Kuki, uh, Kuki, who, when it's a two-man defense, uh, moves up to the midfield, and Tarek Salman. Those three are all definite candidates uh, to make the cup and definite starters on top of that. Um, uh, Abdel Karim Hassan is the uh, veteran left back, and I forgot to code him here, so I'm just going to race back and see uh, 11 of their 15 games. So I'll have him as the starter, but actually uh, Homam uh, Ahmed, a younger player, is making inroads there, so I wouldn't be shocked to see him starting. I would be shocked if Pedro Miguel, sometimes called Roro, didn't start on the uh, as a right back. Uh, but he does also have a bit of competition in, especially uh, Ismail Mohammed, uh, who is actually coded as a left winger, but uh, is 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 playing in the uh, right back position when when Pedro Miguel's not there. Uh, midfielders, uh, we have a definite candidate in Karim Boudaev. Uh, as a defensive midfielder and then as a central midfielder um, I boldly chose Mohamed Wad the young player as the likely starter over Asim Madibo who has basically been the starter until now I think both of them will reach the cup it'll be interesting to see which of them starts and uh, Ali Asadali no sorry he is a, a bench candidate uh, in the left midfield Abdulaziz Hatem, uh, we have as a definite and as a starter, definite to make the team and as a starter. But we don't have any left wingers, right wingers um, uh, that that seem uh, that seem uh, like they're gonna uh, 
make the squad. Uh, apart from Ismail Mohammed, who is actually a left winger, but we we had him as a right back here. Um, in the attacking midfield, I have to mention Hassan Al Haydos. He's the captain, 160 caps, but he may be aging out. We're a bit concerned that he hasn't uh, been a part of recent games. Uh, but but I would be very surprised if he wasn't brought uh, brought to the cup even just for morale reasons. And we also have um, um, no. Uh, okay, so we'll move on to the next starter. Um, Akrim Afif, usually a left winger or a forward, sometimes a central attacking midfielder. But anyway, a definite candidate, one of their best players. And another one of their best players forward, uh, Almoez Ali. And uh, I forgot to do this in the podcast and we'll leave it uh, for now. But I want to tell you, uh, his percentage of goals scored is uh, 54%. 39 goals in... uh, 72 games. I might have given a slightly different um, uh, accounting of it there. But anyway, uh, I did say uh, almost 50%. Yeah, I have 39 and 82 games. And uh, uh, very impressive. In fact, they have uh, three players above 25%. So Akram Afif and uh, Mohamed Muntari, all the forwards. And watch out for Bualam Kuki, who uh, surprisingly, as a central defender, has more than 20% uh, scores. So that means he scores more than one in five games. So Almoez Ali as the starter. And um, and that's it. That's your starting lineup. So I should um, finish here. So thanks so much for listening. Uh, that's the end of this media cast. And um, keep in mind that we'll be doing an update uh, as new information comes out. Uh, that'll probably be in early to mid-November when the teams uh, publish their squad list. Uh, and also keep an eye on us at Soccer Files, uh, Soccer Files Canada. That's Soccer Files with a PH in the middle and an S at the end. We're doing a, a podcast on teams here and this one, a player podcast like this for all, 20, all 32 teams. And we'll also do shortened versions of both the teams and player podcast if, uh, if this was too detailed for you. And you can check show notes for links to our website and uh, for some of the previous podcasts we've done. And thank you very much for listening and uh, bye-bye.